Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach. Hashtag we talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Today, we have uh, Albine Boeri. She's a life coach based in Lebanon. Albine, welcome. The floor is yours. <laughs> Albine? Yes. Yes. Welcome. Sorry. Thank you, Francisco. Thank you. So, Albin, yeah, the, 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 this, this episode Hello. is yours. Let me know. Tell yes. us. Okay. Who is Albin? So, yes. Yes. Okay. So, Albin first is a mother of two. I have a son and a daughter. Uh, they're 29 and 28 years. And uh, at the moment, I'm a life coach. But just to give you a hint of my uh, previous uh, experience in life and why I have become a life coach. So my background is basically in retail. I have uh, worked in retail for more than 22 years. And uh, it was an amazing career. So the story of that is that uh, I left Lebanon uh, after I had uh, a bit of difficult uh, life where I was uh, only 26 years old and uh, I divorced and I was still uh, at that age, I was still young. So I didn't know exactly what to do in my life. And uh, with the culture here that we have, it's uh, it was very difficult for a woman to be on her own. Mm -hmm. So uh, I took a challenge and I decided that, you know, I have I have to go on with my life and uh, and see how where it would take me. And this is where I decided to, to take on the challenge. And uh, just, you know, rely on myself uh, at the beginning because I honestly did not work before. Uh, uh, what, where I would go, what would I do? I was alone. My parents were in Africa. So literally I was by myself mm -hmm. and it was not easy because my kids were away from me. And I mean, as we say, everything was upside down. And then I had this opportunity to travel. And I said, well, everything happens for a good reason. Yeah. So I went and I started the, my career. Uh, you know, I started from being a salesperson. Yes. Uh, in the high-end luxury. And, uh, and I said, I'll, you know, I want to make it till the end. So just a small uh, example or a small story about that. When I was having my interview with the CEO of the company, and then she asked me a question like, why would I hire you? And then I don't know where this answer came from, but I told her, you know, uh, you are now the CEO of the company. So one day I'm going to take your place and I will become the CEO of the company. So at that moment, she told me, you're hired. <laughs> and after a while, I asked her, why did you hire me so fast? She said, I love the ambitious and the will in you. 
and I knew that some someday you will get where you wanted. So as the years went by, I started uh, climbing up the ladder. Mm-hmm. I became a store manager, then a retail manager, then a division manager, and almost became a general manager. Yeah. So I was happy with the career, and it was an exposure. You know, when you work in the luxury, you travel, you see people all, all around the world. And the good thing is that I worked with different cultures, like more than 88 nationalities. Mm -hmm. So that alone is a huge experience in life. And uh, one of the things that I loved about my work is, yes, working with people and coaching, coaching them. So at that time, it was more coaching on a business level because I was leading a team of 200 people. And of course, uh, they had to achieve the budget. Uh, we had to work on the personal development. Yes. And I found myself that that's my passion in life. So it was more basically about the people more than the operations. And uh, with time, I found out that, uh, yes, that this is what I was good at. So eventually, after a career of 22 years in the UAE, United Arab Emirates, uh, I finally decided to come back home, which is Lebanon. Yeah. And just one day out of the blues, I said, you know what, I'm ready. And everyone, my colleagues, uh, well, you know, just like you still, you know, you still have a lot to do in your career and you're almost there and you know, you're doing well. And I said, you know what? I've done what I wanted to do. And now I want to go home. I just want to become a full-time life coach. Because I know that, first of all, my life is all about people. I love to help people. And I think this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. And this is what I am passionate about. So I came back to Lebanon. Yes. And I have become a life coach. And I decided to focus more on women empowerment and women in leadership. Yes. And if you ask me why precisely, why women empowerment? Yes. And I will tell you because this part of the world, women Mm. have no empowerment at all. It is all about manpower and, you know, you have the, you have the money, you have the power. And of yeah. course, basically, it was always the men who had that. Mm-hmm. So out of my personal experience and what I really went through with the unfairness that I lived and that you're a woman, you cannot do anything. Yes. So, so yes, I decided to help every other woman around me and just show them that we as women are not weak. We are strong. And if we just believe in ourselves and in our strength, we are able to do whatever we want. The sky is the limit. As long as we believe in ourselves. Yeah, there you go. 
That's a fantastic introduction. And we, we're hearing that voice of passion of Albin, being a life coach. Especially now she knows that she is focusing more on her woman leadership and woman empowerment. And this is what I hear as well. It's not the woman is like her, her vision, not her vision, her past 20 years ago was that she climbed the ladder. She was able to achieve it. And she wants to be as well supporting other women that, as you said, women, we are strong, right? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, this is, this is the, the moment, right? So where are you with your life coach in Lebanon in the current, in the current moment, in the current state? How is it going? So, yeah. So, Francisco, just to tell you a bit, uh, you know, some people maybe don't really know what's happening in Lebanon. Mm -hmm. uh, but nowadays, we are in a huge crisis. But us, as uh, as the survivors, as we call ourselves, we never give up. <laughs> and then we realized uh, how our... Now, our life coaching is actually becoming very important. Mm. I'll give you a small example. When we had the Beirut blast uh, a year and a half ago, uh, we ended up helping all the kids, the teenagers that went through all the, uh, if I may say, the emotional uh, state that they were in because a lot have lost their uh, friends, uh, they were stuck, they didn't know what is coming next. So we had a lot of, uh, we had a group of colleagues of mine as coaches, yes. and we took this initiative to help those people, and we really offered our coaching sessions for free. So just to tell you that when we thought people might need more, maybe mental uh, help, like maybe psychologists or psychiatrists, we were really, we were really surprised that no, we were the one who were really giving this hand, you know, yes. of help. And this is how it's going. So we're really, we're really happy that in Lebanon, life coaching has become one of the best help that we could offer to people. Yeah. Okay. And it's really going so well. Well, I, I, we know hey, this is the, this is the thing. What I'm saying, the, the, the coach, little by little, are being part of being a, being um, a profession that is being considered as as external support for those who are in need or who wants to be heard or needs to talk. And that's where I think. You, as a life coach as well, is doing your part, right? But yes. let me ask this. I'll be yes, going back to... Yeah, that's true, right? Uh, going back to you, I'd say, the woman empowerment and woman leadership that you are focusing in, in that uh, life coach of yours in Lebanon, right? Maybe you can share here for, for our listeners yes. and our audience. If you can share, you know, one or two examples of what kind of transformation you have noticed you're coaching these women at in the stage and you started coaching them what has been have what have been how, what changes have they seen or they have shared based on your interaction yes. with them 
Yes. Uh, first of all, uh, using my example mm -hmm. in life yes. made me uh, made me believe more in the transformation that I can do in other women's lives. Okay. Uh, so most of the clients that I worked with, maybe not of them, not all of them had similar, uh, you know, uh, experiences as mine, but there was a lot, you can see the thing in common. Uh, a lot of women have uh, uh, issues and self-confidence. Yes. And self-esteem and uh, relationships because because they tend to think that women have no words and yeah. their words is not heard and that a woman is first of all a housewife yeah and that she is not you know she is not made to be a woman who can have a career who can be successful as if she is like a competition to a man. And that's how, unfortunately, in this part of the world, yes. that's what women struggle about the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can see that changing now with the, with the new generation. Mm -hmm. Because the new generation, first of all, I know from my daughter, you know, when yeah. I ask my daughter, so what do you think of relationships? And she tells me, mom, you know, Days have changed. My career comes first. Yo, okay. When yes, my my goal in life is to be successful, to have a good career. Then everything else come, come, you know, will come later. Yeah. I don't want to be a woman who stays at home, uh, you know, just to be a housewife and have kids. No, I am someone who exists in life, and I have a print. And then when I when I reach my goals and my aims, and then I will think of my future as a housewife. But at the beginning, I am a woman who is uh, focusing on her career. Yeah. And this is what I'm seeing more and more in all her friends, you know? And it's so, I'm so proud because at my time, most of my friends, we were all, we all got married so young and we all had this mindset that no, you know, you're not someone who has to work. You're a woman only to be home and sitting with their kids. Yeah. So now again, my generation has changed. I mean, I am 53 years old and I'm still learning. And I see a lot of my friends. Yes. And a lot of my clients after the life coaching, yes. they change the, their life transformed so much that, you know, even if we are 60 years old, we can still have a different life. Hmm. So no one can tell us, you know, this is who you are. No one can frame us. Yes. Yeah. And this is an amazing result. Trust me, this is my reward that I was able to transform people's lives in this way. Women, I mean. Yes. And this is what you quote before uh, being, we never give up. Right. Yes. 
And I think yes. that's that's what you were sharing in the last uh, the last comments of yours. Like, we never give up. It states that you know the, there's the changes is possible. You yes. are able to make it because you are strong. You're able to gain your confidence. You're able to high and accelerate your self esteem. You can share your voice, as you said. There were no voice in the past. Now people are saying voice, right? Yes. And you're seeing that kind of change and transformation. And I think I'm quite proud as well to hear that you are part of that kind of changes in that society that you live in Lebanon, right? Yeah. Do you agree? Yes, I totally agree. And trust me, it was not easy. The challenges that you face, mm-hmm. and it's from everyone. It's even from the family, from people around you. They are so... Uh, challenging as if it's a taboo thing you know no you can't do that and you have to you have to be uh, a rebel to do all this and I just didn't listen to anyone and I said you know what I don't care what people say or think as long as I believe in myself and I know what I'm doing is the right thing Mm -hmm. that's that's what I will do and this is And this is what I'm still doing right now, actually. So, yes. So I think uh, I'm I am making other people's lives better, yes. and I'm very proud of that because I always use my life as an example. And trust me, uh, this is something that actually uh, uh, incites people to take this step. You know, and say, well, if you have done it, yes, then we can do it. So nothing is impossible. Yeah, nothing impossible. Yes, and we never give up. And I think that's the part of the the coaching world that we are encountering now. Not not only you know it's growing in globally, and the perception of co- of professional coaches are changing, right? Um, yes, and, and I'm hearing. As, as well that maybe is my assumption right you have still a lot of thing work to do in Lebanon yes yeah. yes a lot a lot of work a lot of work it doesn't stop yeah now I have a lot of projects yes I have a lot of workshops that I'm working on you know I need to empower women more and more and it is to be you know it's not only coaching them yes. but bringing them all together as a group yes you know and helping them all together of course through our uh, our coaching uh, uh, study all together and as much as i can gather women and trust me and one day if we come again you and me into another podcast i'll tell you what i have done of course please This is, this is the place. We love to hear those stories so that people can hear it, right? Yes. So uh, just the last question, perhaps, in our session, and uh, I've been about your sharing, interesting session about everything. And I love, we're going to quote your session, we never give up. We never give up. You're in Lebanon now. Do you see yourself in the near future uh, doing this kind of approach in other countries? Or... Or Lebanon. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I will. Even if I have to go to the end of the world, trust me, I will. Wherever I'm needed, I will. 
<laughs> Wherever I'm needed, I will. So how? But how do you see your? Yes. How do you see that kind of? If if the intention as well is to spread out the voice that you're sharing in Lebanon, those kind of changes happening in Lebanon because of this kind of live coach uh, workshop that you're providing, uh, how would you see in other countries or in other society this kind of approach that you're having? Or how could you imagine that? I mean, uh, listen, what what we're talking about is not something that doesn't exist everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I I took the, my experience, or I took I chose Lebanon because this is my country. Yes, but I know and I'm aware that a lot of women are having the same you know situations everywhere. Okay, so. It takes only one voice, Francisco, one voice to be heard or someone just to raise the head or the idea and the rest will follow. You know, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be, to be why? Why? Why to be afraid of anything? You know, if mm. we want to, to do something and if we want to tell someone we're here and we exist, We have to do something about it. If I just sit and wait, nothing will happen, right? I need to fight. I need to. I fought a lot for my kids because they were taken from me. Yes. So if I could do that, everything else is easy. Trust me. I could have a stronger battle and I will win it. So every woman in every corner of the world, yes, yeah. we, we together can do so many things. Yeah. You're chopping there, Alvin. Alvin. Okay, so yes, women, women in the world can help each other hmm. and nothing is impossible. You know, that's what I was saying. And the experience, experience, and you know something else, it's about how much you want to transform your life. Some people are happy, you know, some people are happy with their lives. Some people, they don't accept their lives as it is. So us as women, either we want to change mm-hmm. or either we accept and just, you know, move on with the life. But I, as a woman, I will never accept others' women to be weak. Yeah. So I wish that every one woman who will hear this today, just please, if we can help each other, Everywhere, every woman can help the other. And we're all strong. There's no woman who is weak. There's no human that can be weak. It's all in our mind. It's all our beliefs. Yes. Agree. Very agree. Thank you very much, Albin, for sharing that, um, your story uh, for our audience. I will keep in mind today about what Albin shared us. We never give up. Yes. Alvin, anything else you would like to add before we close? 
Uh, yes. First of all, thank you for this amazing opportunity. And uh, life is beautiful. You women all over the world, each one is in her way, beautiful and strong. And just keep doing what you want to do. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Albin. Thank, Thank you. you very much for that sharing, um, dear listeners. This is another episode of Hashtag We Talk on Mondays, Hashtag From Coach to Coach. Good morning, good day, good evening. This is your host, Francisco. Until then, stay safe. Thank you. <laughs>